0: This is Jeannie Sisko Meth, and it is an absolutely beautiful day here in... Utah, and I am with Alpine School District. I live in Alpine School District Boundaries, and school has started again, and so I decided that it was time to do a podcast to help parents with their kids going back to school. New things are happening. Some of you, they've been going for a while. Some of them, maybe it's new, but I've noticed as I've been speaking at schools all across the country that bullying seems to be starting earlier and earlier. And so even if your child is going to kindergartner, maybe you have some fears. And so I'm just here to help you find some resources and some tips to help you navigate the problems with with bullying and insecurity and maybe grades are starting to drop. Maybe your kid is starting to dress differently than you're used to. This little snippet of information will help you but I also want to let you know about a resource on the internet and it is you just the letter you, dot com. There's a video and a workbook and quite a few resources there that you can go watch the video, fill out the workbook, um, take a questionnaire and make sure that you are looking for those signs and that you're getting some tips on how to help your child. What do you do if they start having to deal with bullies? The sooner you get involved, the quicker you can deal with it and the less damaging it can be for a child. Some people live with bullying their entire life, and they never learn how to deal with it. That's the damaging part. If you learn how to deal with it right from the start, if you learn to believe in yourself, or if you can teach your child to believe in themselves, then they don't need to be a target. It it just goes away. Now, people may continue to try to bully them, but they are no longer bullyable. <laughs> and so um check out bullyproofingu.com. That's bullyproofing, and then the letter U, like university.com. There's there's lots of information to help you. Also, Jeannie Sisco Meth has quite a few uh, newsletters. Uh, you can get my newsletter that I send out every week. I do a podcast a couple of times a month, but my newsletter is weekly. There's tips there. Um, there's also resources in the blog that you can look through and find, and of course many many episodes now of Bullyproofing You podcast and so I want to thank you those of you that are listening and are finding support and have been giving me feedback. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to ask you if you would go to your iTunes on your computer and give me a review there. You've sent me incredible emails and and text messages and Facebook messages and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. But I have learned that if you ask people to give you a review on iTunes that they have to do it from their desktop computer and that helps other people find out that hey this is a valuable resource and it does help me and this is how it has helped me if you want to you know if you want to be specific about that. So thank you so much for joining me today. Let's talk a little bit about what happens if your student comes home and lets you know hey mommy or daddy somebody called me a name today. The first thing that I want you to say is Aren't you glad I don't believe that? You see, your first instinct is to immediately start saying, Oh, no, you're not stupid or ugly or, you know, four eyes or whatever. And you start... What happens is as you're reinforcing and trying to negate what the other person has said, you're subconsciously digging in deeper with a student because you're trying to counteract what the other student has said. If you say... Aren't you glad? I don't believe that. That lets your child know that you don't believe it and it doesn't garner any more of your effort or attention than that. You choose to move on. Life is fine. It doesn't affect me and it shouldn't affect you. I have found that that works Miracles when dealing with my own children, and I have found it in the classroom to also work wonderfully. Aren't you glad I don't believe that? And then walk away. That will let your student or your child learn that they have the choice of what affects them and what doesn't affect them. They have a choice in every single reaction, they choose how they react and that is one of the most valuable and important things you will ever teach your child my youngest is leaving for college in 2 days he's going to be going to washington and we're excited we're going to be leaving here to take him up there and and get him involved he's already registered we've already found him an apartment and there's you know there's a little bit of fear but there's also this deep Respect for him and who he has become as a young man and the decisions that he has learned to make. And I remember him as just a young, young kid, you know, having a meltdown in the aisles of Target because he was trying to decide what gift to get for his friend. And he just, he couldn't decide and he was so afraid, you know, what if they don't like it? What if they want something else? What? And it's been very interesting and very um, comforting to watch him grow and become the young man that he is. At 18 years old, he's taking an athletic scholarship and he's moving out. And he's going to have some challenges, but I believe that he is absolutely well equipped to handle them. Because first of all, he chooses how he reacts. And second of all, he has a good solid foundation for his personal value and he knows how to see other perspectives and he's got some planned responses ready for those kids that need need a planned response once in a while bullying is about the person doing the bullying; it's their pain their frustration their anger all caught up and so they lash out at others And I know that it can be difficult sometimes when you're in the moment and they're lashing out at you. It's hard to not take it personal. But it is not personal. It is all about them and their pain. And in my book, I talk to you about ways to do planned responses and how to practice. And in that short video, there's a 10-minute video at you the com that will allow you to get some of those tips and steps and then of course obviously the book goes into more detail and it tells you stories i love to use stories as examples because that's how i learn and that's how i enjoy and and stories stories stick with you right i want to tell you a story and this is in my book if i remember correctly and it's called Scars and it came in an email to me a few years ago and I don't remember the source. I apologize. But he's talking about this little boy and he lives down south in the Florida area and he's coming home from school and he's so excited. He goes running through the house and out the back door and he's headed for the pond. He wants to go swimming in the pond. And he starts taking off his his coat and his shoes I'm sorry, his shirt and his shoes, and he's headed for the pond. And the father from a different perspective is looking down and he can see his son running out towards the pond so excited to get in and, and cool off but at his perspective he can see an alligator in the pond and the father starts to scream for his son and as he heads back towards his son his son dives in and starts swimming towards the center of the pond The father is frantically trying to get his son's attention and the son hears his father, stops and turns around and starts swimming back. He doesn't stop and ask, what do you need? Why are you calling me? What's going on? He hears the terror in his father's voice and immediately turns around and starts swimming back to the shore well the time that he just gets to the shore the father arrives at the shore as well and the father reaches down and grabs his son's arms and starts to pull him in at the same time the alligator grabs the boy's legs And a desperate struggle ensues, the father trying desperately to hold on, knowing that if he lets go or if he loses a hold of his son, that the alligator will take him. The alligator desperately trying to get his meal for the day. You can imagine the terror and the pain and the fear that goes through this father's mind as he's desperately fighting for his son's life. Now a farmer, traveling by, hears the screams and the yells, and stops, and runs down, and as he's headed down, he sees what's going on. He goes back to his truck and gets a shotgun, and comes back down, and shoots the alligator in the head, and kills the alligator. The boy is saved. They take him to the emergency room, and his legs are okay, although severely scarred of course all of the local media wants to know about it and so they come to the boy's hospital room and they talk to him and they say oh i want to see your scars and he's kind of reluctant to show them but then with a big smile on his face he says yeah but look at the scars on my arms from where my father wouldn't let go that is what It is all about to be a parent. You don't let go. You hold on. I promise you that your child is listening. I know it doesn't seem like they are sometimes, but I promise you they are. The best thing that you can do for your child is to develop a very high personal value in yourself. Personal value is belief in self. It's understanding that you're valuable. And when you know you are valuable then you allow others to be valuable as well. It's a very important lesson. It's what the first three chapters of my book are all about. It's what the video also talks about. I also have quite a few um, other podcasts that you can look through and find out and learn more about personal value. But the perspective part is also important. If you think about the pyramid that we talk about all the time with personal value on the bottom, that's the foundation. Then the next level is perspective. How do you see things? A lot of times, you know, as parents, we're afraid of what's out there. The alligators, so to speak, in the waters. What's going to trip our children up? What's going to hurt them? What's going to attack them? And if we build the decision making skills and the personal value into our children when they're young, then as they grow, it gets better and stronger, and they learn more and more, and they learn how to react appropriately instead of inappropriately. The planned responses is the top of the pyramid. Have some responses ready that you can use, just like, Aren't you glad I don't believe that? I love you. What do you think? Right, all of those are responses that you can use. One thing to remember to teach your children is to ask questions. We are raised learning that we have to ask answer questions and so if this if your student who is being bullied asks the question, "Hey, what's your favorite class? What time did you get to school? What class are you heading to?" All of those things trigger a response mechanism and cause the person to think and when someone is reacting or bullying they are in a response or reactive phase they're not necessarily thinking all they want to do is lash out and hurt someone else because they hurt because they're frustrated And so by having that person think about a response, many times it will diffuse the situation immediately and very effectively. It also saves face for both people. Because you don't want to raise a bully yourself. You don't want to have them attack others. But you want them to stand firm in who they are and what they believe. And so by saying, by asking a question or making a comment such as, thank you for sharing... When you say those words or you ask a question, it moves the perpetrator into thought. When you say thank you to sharing to a bully, you're doing a couple of things. First of all, you're not allowing what they've just said to affect you in any way, shape, or form. And then you're also validating them as a person. People bully because they feel invaluable, because they hurt, because they think that they are invisible. By you saying thank you for sharing, you validate them as a person, but not what they are saying. You didn't say thank you for being mean to me. All you've said is thank you for sharing, and you move on. Or you can follow it with a question. That's part of the planned responses that I'm talking about. Have some of those one-liners that you can use or say when someone is bullying you. Or that you can teach your child how to use when someone is bullying them. Try it. It works. I'm telling you. It works. I have many, many testimonials from people who have used it and have found it to be successful in all areas of their life. And so I want to thank you for for being the change in the world that we so desperately need at this moment in time. If you pay attention to the media, which I try not to because it makes me nervous, but there's so much negative media out there. There's so many negative things going on, things that we have no control over. But there are some things that we do have control over, and you have control over how you react to someone saying something negative to you you have control over how you react when someone cuts you off on the freeway you have control over your feelings for the day when you wake up in the morning do you say i love my life today's going to be fabulous or are you grumpy and sad and depressed and uh oh, not another day those are all your choices The happier. I'm not saying that you put on rose colored glasses and pretend that things aren't happening. You need to be happy. That you are in the situation you are in. Because it's giving you the opportunity to learn and to grow. And to become a stronger, smarter, more successful person. I know that sometimes when you're in the middle of things, it can be difficult. My son just broke up with his girlfriend. He's leaving for college and she thought it better that they date other people. That was difficult for him because he didn't understand why as we sat down and talked, and he started to change his perspective, he realized that it was actually a very good thing that it had happened the way it did he changed his perspective from one of oh my goodness my you know i'm she doesn't love me or i'm unlovable or i'm unworthy to one of hey i'm leaving i'm going to meet a lot of new people i'm going to have a lot of new experiences and while my ex girlfriend and i can still be friends and i can talk to her I want to be free as I am moving around and meeting new people and having new experiences. When you have a good solid foundation of personal value and then you layer on top of it perspectives, you always have multiple, multiple perspectives. I recommend you get two 180 possibilities right? Something negative happens. This person just cut me off on the freeway. Well, your one response could be, this guy's an asshole and you could give him the one-fingered wave. Or the other response could be, wow, I'm really glad that he is hurrying to get to work. Or I'm really happy that there was no accident that just happened. Everything's fine. We're still going along our way peacefully. You get an, uh, something unexpected in the mail. Maybe it's a bill or maybe um, there's you know something that happens that you have to respond to. You have a choice, and sometimes your perspective, in fact, always your perspective dictates how you respond. One thing that I tell people is anytime someone is being aggressive or in your face or having a bad day, your boss yells at you, you know, whatever, ask the question, why would a reasonable, rational adult or person behave this way? What that does is open your mind up to possibilities. It opens you up to thinking and coming up with ideas of why. Well, maybe they got in a fight with their spouse this morning. Maybe their car got a flat tire on the way to work. Maybe he hasn't made his mortgage payment in three months. Or maybe he's just having a bad day. When you ask that question, why would a reasonable, rational adult behave this way, it opens your mind up to possibilities and new responses that you can come up with. There's also planned responses for those. You know, when someone's, again, thank you for sharing, or, you know, hey, what time are we going to lunch today, right? Planned responses are questions that you can use that help you deal with that as what happens is as emotion gets high intelligence has a tendency to drop off and so by practicing these things feeling that emotion and still being able to think through it you will be better prepared to deal with and respond appropriately to things that come your way I want to thank you so much for joining me yet again today. I've had a lot of fun bringing you this information. I thoroughly enjoy um, you listening to me and you getting tips that you are able to use to change your life. Thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you so much for the kindness that you show others and yourself. Remember, you are just as important as others are. Again, thank you for joining me. Let me know how I can be of service. Send me an email genie at genieciscometh.com please also stop by iTunes and give us a review let me know how you're enjoying things thank you so much and bye for now